Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. Talking good, good news. Virgil, what would you like to share? Well, I have a friend at work that uh, her boyfriend or fiance, whatever he is, he has uh, cancer and it was in his brain and uh, through other parts of his body. Well, I got an update from her uh, a few days ago. The cancer in his brain is gone. What? Yeah. I know God can do those things. Sometimes we wonder, will he? We just got to shout it from the rooftops when he does it, man. Yeah, there's no other explanation for it. That had to be God. We've all had this experience. Um, advice sometimes comes in a meme. I saw this one on Facebook. It said, my teen daughter spends more time in her room than with the rest of us. One night I went in with snacks. We talked about Netflix school and her weekend. It reminded me to meet teens where they are. And as a dad of a teen girl, this is, re- this is really nice. Yeah. But I don't know how to do any of it. Mm. I'm just being honest. This was a mom who posted it. I'm a dad... My not-so-little girl doesn't want me in her room helping when it needs cleaned or folding the laundry or whatever. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Out I go. Um, I don't have a ton of deep conversations in my life. It's just not something I do uh, a whole lot, but I want them and I need them. My daughter doesn't have a lot of them either, and I don't think she wants them, <laughs> at least not with me <laughs> right now. And it's really hard. Um. She will always know I love her and God loves her and is there for her. But some days it just breaks my heart. And that's when I'm glad God is there for me too, because I need him and we need each other. And I'm hoping that he keeps us tight. People say they're running late and then they're holding something in their hands and showing, well, you weren't running too late because you had time to go do this or that. For example, we had a babysitter who was late all the time. That's no good. But she would always come in holding a Starbucks cup. Those are not the fastest (laughs) drive-thru lines. Okay, so you know that she was like, I'm going to be... Oh, I need to stop. Right. Priorities. And I don't want to control everyone's life, but... Yes, you do. Come on. Yes, you do. (laughs) Waiting can be the worst I mean, in so many scenarios in a li- in life, but specifically when it comes to needing confirmation, needing answers, when you're trying to hear from God and maybe you're getting nothing. Yeah, I feel like a little toddler stamping my foot. I want it now. We, <laughs> right? we all react that way at some point. Absolutely. And what do you do with yourself during those waiting periods? And I kind of feel like I'm in this place where just waiting for some things from God and asking some questions. And I happened to scroll upon a video from Miss Pastor Joyce Meyer, who is just a little spitfire. And she just tells you how it is, which I love so much. (laughs) And she's diving into this whole waiting game. And she said, I will give you what to do while you're waiting for something. Help someone. I'm like, it can't be that easy. What? (laughs) And at first, I was a little annoyed with Joyce. I'm thinking there's no possible way. But the more I I was processing through that and mulling it over, and I'm thinking, you know what? She's right. There's nothing bad that can come out of helping someone. So what better thing to do than spend your time loving on others while God is also loving on you? 
Waiting can be hard. Waiting can be painful. What do you do while you're waiting to hear from God, confirmation on something? I heard author, speaker, pastor Joyce Meyer sharing a message about that yesterday. And what a concept she had while you're waiting. She said, help someone as God is loving on them. God is loving on you. You can share about anything, of course. Elizabeth wanted to uh, jump in on this this morning. You're the answer to their prayer. And then God will work it out with someone else or you will find a solution in, in in the distraction of helping others, I have found over and over again, is the answer to my mm-hmm. issues. Because I get my mind off myself. Yeah. Because otherwise, we sit there and worry. And we're not supposed to worry. I think a lot of people can list off the things you don't really enjoy about the aging process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's something about it that's making Josh feel super good. Cool. I'm having to trim my hair. Um. So here's here's like when I got a, a like an electric razor, I had to get the attachment for trimming your nose hair. Okay. So I'm getting older. Okay. There have been a couple of times that I've had like hair growing on the outside of my ear that I've just like ping, pulled because it's really long. Is this and happening right now? So here's the cool part, though. <laughs> I have um on my eyebrows now. My eyebrow. I've got some really long ones, almost like cat whiskers going. <laughs> Here, okay. Here's why I think it's cool. Because like if I really furrow my brow like I'm concentrating, my eyebrow hair touches my eyelashes. That's how long what? that's how long it is. It makes me feel it makes me feel like Gandalf the Oh the wizard. My goodness. I mean, if there's any way that I can be like a three hundred year old wizard of good, I mean that this is a win in my book, right? Are you with me? Oh <laughs> I- So whatever you do, you got to do it with passion, even if you're 98 years old and selling Girl Scout cookies. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Her name is Ronnie, and she is the most precious woman I have ever witnessed in my entire life. She wears her little Girl Scout, uh, you know, her vest. The uniform? Oh, my word. The uniform. uh, You know, when she grew up, they didn't have the badges yet, so she just had sewn some things on. That's great. And she travels around and talks to little girls and just shares with them about the importance of being kind and loving others mm-hmm. and just doing good. This reminds me of my grandfather. You know, he didn't like necessarily do this out in the public, but he was a woodworker back in the day. He could have built a house out of nothing. As he got older, he lost his sight, but he was still able to work in his wood shop. Mary, he could still create things blind. And you know, he's, he's working with routers and press saws and all this other stuff. He knew how to measure without being able to see anything. I mean, right up to the end, God rest his soul, right up to the end, he was taking chunks out of his fingers and loving every single minute of it. (laughs) Pain is awful. It stinks. It's horrible. But it's a part of life. This is so corny and cheesy, but God can do a lot (laughs) in the midst of your pain. Hopefully, Davina's story gives you some encouragement. And of course, you can always share yours. I think 2005, I lost the job not I really enjoyed it. I was making pretty good money, and I was kind of worried about what was going to happen, and the Lord told me it was time to go back to school. Um, To make a long story short, I've got my bachelor in psychology. Right now, I'm going for my master's in marriage and family therapy. I am now working within my call, where before I was just kind of working a job to make make some decent money. Yeah, just getting by. Exactly, and I know that God had a reason for it. Even though at the time, I was like, okay, I'm not worried, because I know that God has something, and... 
you know, I had a two-year-old and I wasn't sure how to make ends meet, but God worked it out. It's pretty incredible how God's timing is always perfect. He puts the right person at the right time with the right message in front of you. I experienced that the other day. I had called a friend and I mean, from the second we said hello, I'm sobbing on the phone. I'm just laying it all out there and just sharing about how I'm struggling with some things and I just needed to hear her voice. Mm -hmm. So as I'm unpacking all my issues and all my things, she randomly says, skateboard. And I said, (laughs) what? And she comes back with, I'm watching kids out my window on their skateboards and it reminds me that we're on the skateboard of life and God is there to hold our hand while we're on the skateboard. And as we go up and we go down and we fall off and we're confused and what path and what journey, he is just there wanting to be our guide. And as strange as it is, I've been looking at each and every day now, like I'm on a skateboard and it's been pretty cool. Thankfully, when it comes to the aging process, there's a lot that you can hide with the gray hair. You can color it. Being forgetful, you don't have to necessarily out yourself. You can kind of just squeak by without sharing that stuff. Mm -hmm. Then there are those times that you realize, boy, there's no hiding that. I've noticed recently through conversations that I will be talking to someone and they'll reply to me and I'll look right back at them and say, I don't know what I just said to you, so I don't even know what your reply means. And I did it to you last week. And then I realized, oh my goodness, what is happening to my brain? I I have never considered the fact that at some point I would need to reply with the question (laughs) and the answer. That's not how it's supposed to go. Here's the thing. I have realized, to my defense, that we try to multitask too much. Yes, that's so true. So whether it's I'm sending an email, I'm doing a text, I'm writing something down, I'm, I'm going through a list in my head, I'm caught up in that while trying to keep a conversation going mm-hmm. and obviously... I'm not as good as I used to be. I wish I wish I had a tip or two from you, uh, for you. <laughs> See, now it's rubbing off. <laughs> now it's rubbing Thanks a lot. Everyone has one of these in their family. The crazy uncle. I prefer to call it the fun uncle or the funkle. My name is Josh. I try to be the funkle for my brother and his kids. I mean, there's some positives here, but there's also someone else generally in our family. There's a helpful uncle. Yeah, I suppose we could call him the Hunkle, but anyway, um, I think we have one here at the river. His name is Ryan. You've heard from him because he's with United Faith Mortgage. A couple of little gals on their messages call him Uncle Ryan, and he really is helpful. When my wife and I were refinancing, really when we were purchasing our house that we just refinanced last year, Uncle Ryan, he was so helpful. Really, we've seen it in our own lives, how United Faith Mortgage wants to save your family additional money and stress. They're a direct lender, and that means they're working with their own money, so much less red tape. They're a part of the River family because their core is the same as ours, faith and family. I guess if you never had a helpful uncle before, Ryan's your guy. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York, Animal Summer 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.